now to that story around uh, patriarchy and a march against patriarchy in the church. And the women in ministry consultation of the Methodist Church of Southern Africa say that uh, they can no longer go on and uh, it be business as usual in the church with men continuing to practice patriarchy. The women have addressed the media in Bruma in, on the East Rand and they marched to the Methodist uh, Connectional Offices this morning say that women are still treated as lesser beings by men in the church and that this is reflected in the senior leadership. This follows, of course, uh, comments made by one of the Methodist church leaders, Reverend Bugile Mehana, in a recording which has since gone viral. And um, Mehana is yet to apologize to the women of the church directly. And this has been uh, quite a while after he issued an apology on social media last week. The Christ we follow, as Richard Niebuhr puts it, is a Christ within a life-giving culture. But he is also a Christ who stands against a life-destroying culture. The culture we had from the clip between Reverend Mehana and Mr. Sibanga is definitely a life-destroying culture. When I came into the ministry, I was told that because I've chosen to be a man, because ministry was and is still associated with maleness, I should wear a young man's guilt waistcoat and put aside my young woman's manano uniform. It was not a matter of discussion. It was a do-or-die situation. The fight for gender equality against toxic masculinity is a fight for humanity in which both men and women must be involved. We call for all Methodist people, young and old, black and white, men and women, clergy and laity, to engage in challenging conversation, private or public. Challenges, challenge jokes and so-called theologies that denigrate, dehumanizes, and destroy on the basis of race, ethnicity, gender, sexuality, age, and size. Women ministers in the Methodist Church, we therefore call for the following. The implementation and adherence to resolutions as they relate to women in ministry and women in general. That 404020, which has been passed by the 2012 2018 conference as a policy, be implemented as a matter of agency by electing women clergy as leaders at connection and district level starting this year, 2019. That all policy documents, including constitutions of organizations, be reviewed to reflect adherence to the Book of Order and commitment to transformation and equality.
And that was Minister Libuseng Libaka Ketsabile, and she's from the Women in Ministry Consultation of the Methodist Church of Southern Africa. So for more on the story, we're joined on the line now by Reverend Kim Alexander, who was one of the ministers at that march. Reverend, thanks so much for speaking to us this afternoon. You're so welcome. Reverend, first and foremost, uh, the issue of patriarchy is not new, especially within the church. And uh, you as women have said today that you were not surprised by Reverend Mehana's comments. So what have women been doing within the church setup in order to address some of these issues of patriarchy? Well, there's um, an organization that has developed in 1992, the Women Ministers decided to get together and have one voice, establishing what they called woman in ministry. And for 26 years, they have been trying to conscientize or make aware the issues that some people just take for granted or think that they're right in. And they worked hard at that. They've, they've um, had resolutions, which is our uh, process in the church we use to bring things to the attention of the church. Policies have developed. A charter has been signed. But I think, for me, the time for talk is over. Um, I don't think uh, Reverend Mahana should be the scapegoat, but I think he's come. his remarks have come as a gift to the church. Um, we were almost lulled into our own security in that what we were doing we thought was enough. But in actual fact, there's so much more to be done. I think Reverend Mahana would never have uttered those words unless he was in a context that found them acceptable. And so our context is still one of patriarchal, patriarchalness, without a shadow of a doubt. There's a beautiful poster a woman was carrying here this morning, and I just thought if I had to sum up today's walk, I would say that. And it says, the Methodist Church has for 42 years been ordaining women, has been giving them power, but the culture has stayed the same. And I I really believe, not in all instances, I'm not painting the whole church with that. I just think there are instances where we need to stop and be deliberate about things in order for change to come. How so practically? Because as you say, uh, this is not um, an issue that is uh, isolated. It's not just a Mahana issue. Uh, no. How would you like to see it addressed by the church? Well, well I think it, it, it comes down for many and certainly for others who think like me, to pressure on the leadership. And I'll give you an example. It's not a criticism of the leadership. It's merely showing chances and opportunities that weren't taken. At our conference this year, which is a gathering of all the different districts, the presiding bishop oversees that. We talked about making women bishops and almost making it a rule that from now until X time, every bishop should be replaced. And that the spirit of conference was overwhelmingly excited about this. But at the same conference, we ordained three new male bishops. So I think that sort of, there's the picture. I think we, we, we talk the talk, but somehow when it comes down to the action, we, we don't sort of do the walk that little bit further. Um, and, and we've got to be deliberate. It's not going to change on its own. We have to be deliberate. We don't have to be aggressive. We don't have to shout the odds. 
we just have to be deliberate every day in what we do and what the church does in order to reflect that. Reverend Alexander, there was also talk about the issue of a 40-40-20 leadership structure within the church. Uh, Could you just uh, talk to us about that uh, very briefly and how far you've gone in achieving this? Okay, Um, I just want to get my notes. Um, The 40-40-20 gender and age representation and leadership and the structures of the church was passed by the 2018 conference as a policy to be implemented as a matter of urgency. So we're talking about the 2018 conference and saying that women clergy should be elected as leaders of the connection starting this year. So there is a deliberate, to me, like the opportunity we had at conference, there were three bishop vacancies. What a wonderful thing to say, let's take a a woman clergy and put her in there. Now we're saying, if that's not going to happen, Let's make a policy that that the split should be 40-40-20 in leadership so that there's more a rounded, almost a rounded vision of what ministry can be. Um, When ministry isn't rounded, in my opinion, and have all genders and ages and cultures, I think we lose something. I think we lose something very important. Reverend Alexander, I'm looking at an SMS from uh, Gogo. It's signed Gogo. It says, uh, women ministers, uh, God never placed a woman in authority over a man. A million people can say this is okay, but if God says it's wrong, it's wrong. How do you respond to that? I think we're called to be who we're called to be. And no amount of, of anything can change that, especially for me and my colleagues as women ministers, we've had to be incredibly tenacious, incredibly grace-filled, incredibly hardworking. And I would, yeah, if someone doesn't want to fall under a woman minister, I think that's fine. Go find a place where you need to be. Um, You know, I don't think there's any need to debate that any further. It's a free world choice, you know, but women ministers are called the same as men. And we do the same work, and we try and do the very best we can to bring God's kingdom together on earth. And just a final question, Reverend Alexander. Uh, We understand uh, that uh, Reverend Mahana has not yet apologized directly uh, to the women in the church. Uh, What do you make of this? I think it's hard for him. I think... um, he has a very senior position. He's a board on a lot of companies. He's an executive on a lot of companies. I think it's hard for him because I think that's a natural thought for him. You know, I and I, you know, I I think it would be great if he would issue a statement and say, you know, he'd like to apologize. Maybe he can really learn something from this. But his statements come to us as a gift. You know, it just, it reminds us again that there's work to be done if we want, you know, God's kingdom to be completely equal and have equality and opportunities for all, young, old, men, women. You know, so I would just say to Google, Google, find another church that you want to be in if your minister is a woman. Well, thank you so much, uh, Reverend Kim Alexander from the Women in Ministry Consultation of the Methodist Church.